This is the Rich Eisen Show. Most quotable movie ever? Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Oh, this is the worst looking hat I ever saw. Did you get the hat that we got a free bowl of soup with? Stop it. <laughs> Where's the hat? <laughs> he kept it! Hey. Oh, it looks good on you, though. Today's guests, NFL Network analyst Daniel Jeremiah. From NBC Sports, Peter King. Senior writer for The Athletic, Nicole Auerbach. Plus, baseball Hall of Famer, Pedro Martinez. And now... It's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show live from Los Angeles, California. I'm your humble host sitting in the chair here on NBC Sports on Peacock. And we say hello to our Sirius XM Channel 85 NBC Sports audio audience and our Odyssey app audience. And, of course, our terrestrial radio listeners coast to coast on the Rich Eisen Show Terrestrial Radio Network. Our podcast listeners, we say hello to you. YouTube.com slash Rich Eisen Show for everything that you may miss over the next three hours all 32 teams in the national football league have training camps open and it is glorious it is glorious football is back we made it people we made it we made it it was a long seven months man as barry manilow might say we made it through the rain Oh. Uh, and by the way, and by the way, right around uh, if this is a Barry Manilow song, right around the end of hour two, uh, two will be a key change, and we'll just go higher. <laughs> That's when we get Pedro Martinez calling in. Oh, baby, going go down, gonna go down memory lane. Hey, David Ortiz is in the Hall of Fame with him. The Red Sox won last night. It's great. We're back. Yes, oh, yeah. the energy has shifted. We didn't give yeah. up eight thousand runs. Go figure. The energy has finally shifted. Um, good to see you over there, Chris Brockman. How are you, brother? Good hey, to see man, you. Hey, man, look, Mac Jones is a top 10 quarterback, and I'm excited. DJ Mikey D is in D's nuts. Good to see you over good there. Good to see you. I, I like Mac Jones, too. TJ Jefferson has lit the candle already. What do you got over I'm there? Just, I'm just all twisted over here with my necklace and yeah, that. Like, I'm just, I'm having a moment. Right. No, I'm just, I'm he having a moment. Gotta focus. Just, you like, got to focus. There, there we go. go. There we go. We're back. This is great. Focus. Listen. Go, Jane. This is how we're starting the show. Um. I'm going to make a very bold claim. Oh, gee. Oh. A very bold claim. Been doing that a lot. This is going to be the best show we've ever had in almost eight years. This show is going to be the best show we've ever had. Why would I say such a thing? That's the one we're doing today. This is because there's one reason. Because Chris Brockman, DJ Mikey D, TJ Jefferson, it's a team effort. And I will just tell everybody who's listening and watching. All three of these guys did their independent study last night. Yeah, I did. And I actually did. It's oh, yeah. I did. going to be showing up in this show in ways that you perhaps can't even imagine. These guys went home and got on their iPads and did all four hours that's required of them every week on this program uh-huh. to do independent study. It's Chris, you got you to gotta do your independent study on... Uh, putting together the best possible overreaction Mondays and the best yep. possible, oh, yeah. uh, what's Most more likely, yep. the best possible postings on social media. Yep. Uh, Mike Del Tufo, your independent study is frightening. I don't know what Take you're doing. Thank you. And TJ Jefferson, your yes, independent study, you went out last night. I'm and back and in you the world. Still, and you still I'm even did your independent study of because course. I know, because I have put monitors in all of your homes. Oh, no. Uh-oh. No, no, no. That, oh, you oh, saw no, that? No, no, no. I've done it. Uh-oh. I made sure <laughs> that you focused. You didn't just turn your uh, tablets on. 
I have taken a page out of the Arizona Cardinals playbook. And you I do have, that. Thank you very much. I have done that. I have done that because, you know, even though your natural talents take you to a certain spot and you have shown your ability here on this program with your natural talents, just your regular instincts in real time on this program. I've seen us, it happen. Gotten us this with far. microphones in front of you. It's gotten us this far. But I think you guys needed a little bit more study time Mm. to focus on the Rich Eisen show. I'm always trying to hold my craft. And, you know, you guys may have balked at the clause I put in all your contracts, but you eventually signed it, and I appreciate your commitment. We have contracts? To the program. I appreciate your commitment. Yeah, sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. Mine has two hundred and thirty million in on it. So I don't know. I've been, I've been, we need uh, to talk. I've been around this football world for a while. I'm, I'm pleased to say, okay, and uh, I've never heard of anything like this before in my nope. entire life. I've been around the sports world. I've never heard anything like this in my entire life. Certainly, when you're generationally enriching the individual who you do not trust to do the hard work on their own time. It is called an independent study amendum (laughs) between Arizona Cardinals, the club, and Kyler Murray player for the contract years of 2022 to 2027 and the club option for 2028, which means the independent study time starts now. What does that mean, independent study? What does this mean? Well, item, I guess, uh, uh, item one under the category 36, this is what the player agrees to satisfy the following off- Field requirements, uh, line one, players shall complete at least four, parentheses number four, hours of independent study, parentheses as defined below, each week, parentheses, excluding any bye week. Oh, he's off for bye week. During each playing season, as defined below, during the term of the contract. Let's go to below. Independent study means player studies the material provided to him by the club in order to prepare for the club's next upcoming game, including without limitation, any such material provided via an iPad or other electronic device. Time spent in mandatory meetings shall not constitute independent study. You're not independent when you're in a meeting. (laughs) Player shall receive no credit for independent study. Zero credit. For independent study for any period during which player does not personally study the provided material in good faith. In good faith? Wait a minute, this keeps going. For the avoidance of doubt. The avoidance of doubt. Write that down, Chris. That might be a great <laughs> fantasy team name. Doubt. Avoidance yeah, of doubt. Nice. That's pretty good. That's great. Or is that just a is that a cover band that you don't want to go to and your friend invites you yeah, to? Yeah, that sounds like a 90s. Hey, guys, good. Come to, come to this bar. Avoidance of doubt is having its new, we're dropping our new album, our new song. <laughs> Who's headlining? Players shall not receive any credit for independent study with respect to any time periods during which any material is displayed or played on an iPad or other electronic device if a player is not personally studied or watching the material while it is being displayed or played or b player is engaged in any other activity that may distract his attention. For example, watching television, playing video games, or browsing the internet. While such material is being displayed or played, I don't think Kyler's playing Ms. Pac-Man, Mike. One, Watch out for Binky. Pretty good, Mike. Here comes Clyde. It's pretty good. Just three words. Oh, my God! Oh, my God! That's three. Jeez. This, if you remove the codifying... 
of more iPad time. <laughs> Remove that. Otherwise, Susie and I are going to take this contract and make our children sign it so they know their allowance is, in fact, tied to their study time. This is great language for all parents on planet Earth. Of young children. (laughs) This is amazing. I don't want to give you more iPad time, but I'll tell you what, man. I'll tell you what, man. If if we're going to make you study, your allowance is at risk. And the number of times, I, I honestly, the number of times that we tell our kids, hey, get off your phone, get off your iPad, give it to me because you're watching television. The Arizona Cardinals are going to have to monitor Kyler Murray's second screen time like Susie and I do with our fifth grader? How, though? Uh, how? Now it comes into focus why the Cardinals didn't immediately give him the contract upon... The piece of paper I still have on the desk when his agent, Eric Burkhardt, asked the Arizona Cardinals or told the Valley of the Sun that things weren't going well between the two sides. Body language. They were concerned about his body language. And now we see they're concerned about even if I'm going to give you, you know, $160 million guaranteed, we're going to make sure you study. Now, a lot of people are saying this shows you the Cardinals don't know what they're doing. The Cardinals had no choice but to pay Kyler Murray. Could you imagine if Arizona didn't pay him and refused to pay him and let him either hold out or come in and be disgruntled and then play on his fifth-year option and let this whole thing play out again? Could you imagine if they did all of that and the reason why is because they didn't trust him to do the extra work that it every other terrific quarterback in the NFL clearly does not have to be told to do. What are they going to do? Let him go? <laughs> really? Let him walk? Let him hold out? Let him not get this contract when he has placed all of this on the table? I mean, they also knew when he told the New York Times that he was blessed with the cognitive skills to just go out there and see it before it happens. I'm not one of those guys that's going to sit here and kill myself watching film. I don't sit there for 24 hours and break down this team and that team and watch every game because in my head I see so much. They knew that guy said it to the old gray lady. New York Times, for those who may not know. That news was fit to print. They knew it. They know who he is. So they felt the need to put this in the contract. And what does this say about their coach who can't even affect this on their own? Inspire him to be more inspired to actually do the work that is required of every quarterback in the NFL to know what's what and spend every last second. Just look at what Brady did with Belichick and that behind-the-scenes look that NFL Films gave us a couple of years ago where they're breaking down Ed Reed's every last twitch. Kyler's not doing that. No wonder maybe why they go down the tubes after November when things get tough and windows get tighter and red zones become more red. 
No, this ultimately, if anybody's embarrassed by this, it's Kyler Murray. They feel like, what are they, are they going to what? Like, will they have a camera on his iPad? They'll know when it's on and they'll know he's looking at it or a human beings looking at it. Or will the cameras on, on the on, on the pardon me, tablet, by the way, you know, it's a Microsoft tablet, tablet, tablet. that these guys are supposed to have. The NFL uh, and Microsoft are very, very sensitive about that sort of thing. So they'll have a camera on the tablet. When he turns it on, will the camera be on so they'll see it's him and not a buddy who clicks on it? And will they know that he's not going to be, he's not playing, what, Minecraft at the same time? Will they know that? He's not going to be watching a second screen? Hey, Arizona, if you need my help on that, I know exactly how to tell somebody, get off iCarly and focus on your tablet. (laughs) I'm very good at that. Susie is expert that if you need our help, this is nuts. Never heard of it before. And if I'm a Cardinal fan, I'm wondering what the what? I wouldn't wonder what the what about the Arizona had to had to sign him. They had to. Again, are they ever is we ever gonna see a team that's gonna let somebody walk because they feel he's not fully committed to the preparation role? They didn't have to give him that much money. They had to. Yes, it's market value. This is it, Chris. And I know you value so for, upset. Market value for what? A guy that's never won a playoff game? Well, maybe this is why they didn't give him every last dollar guaranteed either. Still, 160 is a lot. It is. It's a market value for somebody who has shown a remarkably generationally talented ability with arms and legs. It's the question about what's in between the temples and what's in the chest. Because I'll tell you what Matthew Stafford's doing. I'll tell you what Trey Lance is doing. I'll tell you what Drew Locke and Geno Smith is doing in the division. They're not doing anything that requires a clause to be placed in their contract to make sure that they're studying. They're studying. That's what the competition is doing. But Kyler got to where he got in Oklahoma and got to where he got on the first round of the draft by doing all of this that he's done. And now he's been generationally enriched without having to do this work. And I guess that's why they felt the need to put this in a contract. So there's a lot of question about who should be embarrassed. Arizona had no choice. If I'm Bidwell, I'm not scratching a monster escrow check without that being put in the contract. And if the coaching staff hasn't reached him to the point where they feel the need in management to put this in a contract, it should be on Kyler Murray. This is embarrassing. This is way more embarrassing than what happened at the Super Bowl when he showed up on this show and Dan's show without any plan on how to answer the question of, are you playing baseball or football? Why leak this to make him look bad? I don't think it's been leaked. I think, you know, this stuff gets around. How much? I've told this audience, and you know it too, the chatter, the talk, the the scuttlebutt, 
the chit-chat. The Rams, already, by the way, the rest of the league already had to have known this is Kyler Murray's M.O. They had to have known this. And the Rams had to have known if they put an extra wrinkle here or there that Kyler Murray would not be able to just instinctively handle that they've got him right where you want him. And the Cardinals had to know that too. Everybody, the whole league knows. And I'm sure every agent in the league who's got a quarterback or a client wanted to see this contract. How did the Cardinals... What did they put in this thing to not fall into the same trap, if you will, that was laid by the Haslam family? How did they not pay Kyler Murray every dollar guaranteed? What's in there? I would want to know that if I'm an agent. If I'm an agent, I'd want to know what's in this contract. So I'll know what to ask for the next time. If you're the agent of Joe Burrow, wouldn't you want to see the contract? But Herbert, next guys up who are going to finish year three. I want to see it. I'm not saying these are the folks who did it, but it's. I'm just pointing out that this contract has definitely been disseminated across the entire landscape of the NFL business world. And somebody saw this clause and like, uh, I think this would uh, be interesting fodder for the rest of the world to know. So Kyler Murray, as if he doesn't have enough pressure on him with the amount of money that he's been paid and the fact that DeAndre Hopkins is not there for the first six games of this season. That does include a game against the defending Super Bowl champions for the Arizona Cardinals in week number three. After a week one game against Kansas City Chiefs, do you know what Patrick Mahomes will be doing the week leading up to that game against the Arizona Cardinals? His own independent study without Andy Reid or the Hunt family having to codify it in black and white. And that's what I would tell Kyler Murray is when you face Derek Carr's team in week two, when you face Matthew Stafford's team in week three, and you bet when you face Baker Mayfield's Carolina Panthers in week four, guess what they'll be doing leading up? Their own independent study. And we don't need to babysit how much time you're doing and making sure you're not watching TV or playing a video game while you're supposed to be doing it. And that's what I would tell Kyler Murray. Infantilize him. Because this contract clause being made public has done exactly that. And that, in the end, might be the best piece of news for Arizona. It's time to grow up. 844-204-RICH, number to dial here on the program. Daniel Jeremiah, I wonder what he thinks of all this. Oh, man. Also, in hour number two of this program, Peter King hey. uh, will be joining us on this program. Um, and uh, hopefully he will not leave us hanging for six seconds like he did to Josh Allen yesterday. <laughs> Virtually shake Oh, that'll be fun. He's on his training camp tour. We'll definitely get under the hood with a Hall of Fame reporter. And Nicole Auerbach of The Athletic. She's at the Big Ten Media Week where Kevin Warren, the Big Ten commissioner, said there should be federal legislation for the name, image, and likeness conundrum. And I will tell you this, the cavalry that cannot figure out how to get together on anything, it seems, in Congress ain't coming. Pedro Martinez is the one hour three eight four four two zero four rich number to dial back with you and that much more with Daniel Jeremiah when we come back. 
Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat, where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Man. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH number. Oh, boy, is there a lot to talk about with this guy. He's one of our favorites. I love doing the draft with him and the combine. He is the best of the best and he is the co-host along with bucky brooks of a terrific move the sticks podcast from the nfl media group on the mercedes-benz vans phone line the great daniel jeremiah how you doing dj i'm doing great rich got uh my first uh, inside training camp coming up today uh-huh. so three hours of live coverage which i can give you a little preview as you've uh, got plenty of experience uh yes. in terms of let's go inside the let's go inside the production room on that one behind the scenes okay we have uh, we have the Chargers uh, doing a goal line period. We've got that going. We've got looks like we've got the Chiefs seven on seven. Hold up, Cowboys arrival. Take Cowboys arrival. Dak Prescott walking into the building. I love it. I love all of it. You know what? I also love Daniel, and I, I don't know who's made this decision. I'll find out. But uh, golf shirts for everybody. Now you know what I mean. No suit, yeah. no tie. Golf shirts for everybody, including including Ian Rappaport. Tom Pelissero and Mike Garofolo, and they're all inside their home cameras. They, they, they yeah. even give them golf shirts, and they're not outside. <laughs> I, they, I, 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 it's remarkable. What a choice! You're, you're talking. You're talking to a man on the on the phone right now, Rich, who is sporting a blue polo, and he will be coming live from his home camera. <laughs> no, and no, like let, let, let's smash cut to a month from now. You do that, you're in a suit and tie. No more golf shirts. I don't understand. Yep. You know, the only choice. thing the only thing is uh, not wearing pants for either one. That's <laughs> you have a cop. <laughs> Daniel Jeremiah, everybody, that's called a behind-the-scenes glimpse, if you will, into what's going on inside training camp. All 32 teams. Let's roll. Uh, I, I got I got to start with this for, uh, this one first, Daniel. You've been around the block many a time, many a moon, inside draft rooms, inside 
locker rooms, you've been there and you've done that, man. Have you ever heard of an independent study clause like the one that was placed in <laughs> Kyler Murray's contract to make sure that he is on the up and up about studying and making sure he's ready for every single game? Have you ever heard of that, Daniel? Never. Yeah, never. Uh, never heard of anything even remotely close to that. It's one thing, you know, I could see kind of that conversation of, hey, you know, we've agreed to the contract. Before we sign it, let's just have a powwow here. You know, we, look, we can see we have the, the numbers on, on how little you've been studying tape off of off the iPad. We have all that information. Um, you know, we're committing to you, but, hey, we need you to, we need you to take this a little more seriously, put the controller down and get home, and we need you to watch some more tape. But maybe like a little heart-to-heart. But to actually put the language inside the contract, that, that was uh, – that was wild. Because what does that mean? What does that indicate? I was talking at the top of the show about it, Daniel. And because it indicates that what you said, the normal just going face to face, coach to player, management to player and saying you, you've got to do more. They, they needed to actually codify it in black and white yeah. and in something that is absolutely not in enforceable or you can't babysit to make sure he doesn't have second screen time like we do Susie and I with our children you know like so so what does it indicate to you Daniel that this was put in black and white well the 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 other side of it and I'm sure you know as you as you get older you're around people rich that um they that look incredible and then you hang around them and they they eat you know just candy and and crap all day long and you're like holy cow you look this good while you're eating all of that like what other level do you have to go to if you actually you know took your nutrition seriously like that's the other side of this thing i don't know anybody's talking about kyler murray is a really good player i mean he's a top everybody would say he's a top 15 quarterback you can go you know anywhere from you know probably 10 to 15 right now i would say in the league He's doing that with zero study. Like this guy's got a whole nother level if he if he grows into that and matures into that. Um, again, it's bizarre that it got into a contract, and you had to know when you put that into a contract, it was going to get out. And maybe that's something that the Cardinals wanted, um, just to try and apply more pressure to him uh, in that regard. But he's been a very good quarterback, and the the exciting thing, I guess, if you're a Cardinals fan, is there could be a you know kind of a come to Jesus moment or kind of a maturation process for him, and he can. He could achieve a whole nother level if he actually, you know, pulls out the iPad and, and looks at the upcoming opponent. But that said, he became a top recruit out of high school and then became a Heisman Trophy quarterback and then became the first overall pick for a team that bounced the quarterback that they drafted the year before in the first round, all with hardly any study or one would presume any extra work, any nose to the grindstone off hours. So why would he change? Because now he's gotten generationally enriched with this process. Why would he change, Daniel, just because this clause came out? You know, well, I, mean, I think, you know, you talked about the individual success, Rich, but I would I would say the reason why you can be hopeful that there's going to be a change is because along with that individual success came, I believe, what, three state championships in high school, yeah. um, a, a very successful uh, time there at Oklahoma. He hasn't won big, especially when he's gotten the bigger stages in, in big games later in the year. He hasn't won. So, you know, that might be, okay, I secured the bag. I got the money um, based off of the way I've previously, you know, worked. But if I want team success, if I want to kind of go good to great and take this group to the next level and 
start thinking about legacy at such a young age, but you, you gotta, you've got to win big. And he's not ever going to be a championship-caliber quarterback at the highest level at this level of the NFL without putting in some study time. Well, and to bounce off uh, what I also said at the top of the show with you here before we move on to another subject matter, Daniel Jeremiah, is what are the Cardinals supposed to do? You, what, just let him go? And then the whole country wonders why they would just let him go. And the answer is, well, he didn't study while he runs, you know, no, seriously, while he runs and throws like crazy for another team. And so we have now reached the point in the NFL where you are paying somebody the second highest per annual salary in the NFL. And then you have to put in black and white some sort of babysitting clause and uh, I'm wondering what you do you think it'll ever go in the other direction where a team will let somebody like Kyler Murray walk away based on we don't think long term it's a smart investment because he hasn't shown the maturity or the professionalism that's required for the contract? I, I would I, I would say I know a lot of former coaches and former general managers <laughs> who had very hardworking players with no talent. And I know a lot of current head coaches and current general managers who have a lot of very talented players with with suspect work ethic. So at the end of the day, I'd rather take the talented guy who's had success and maybe, you know, hoping that he's going to grow and evolve and become a better worker uh, than to have the biggest bunch of try-hard guys and then, you know, kind of go the way of Eric Mangini. Daniel Jeremiah here on the Rich Eisen Show from uh, the NFL Media Group. Okay, so now... Everything's up for grabs. All 32 teams at work. Which team intrigues you the most? I asked this to Mark Schlereth yesterday, so I'll ask you as well. Which one do you think is the most intriguing, interesting team entering 2022, DJ? Well, I, I think there's a lot of really intriguing teams that we've talked about for the last you know, three, four months. Um, and I don't know, maybe I'm just sick of talking about all those teams yes. for all the, you know, kind of the drama we've had. I started looking at it the other day, and I was like, okay, I'm trying to identify the teams that I, I have not heard one word the entire offseason about. And I, I think the team that was number one on my list was the Minnesota Vikings. Okay, And that's why I, I love the NFL because there's, like, there's so many great stories there, you know, with Kevin O'Connell coming in there. You know, he pledges allegiance to Kirk Cousins, as everybody from the Sean McVay tray, uh, tree is, is, uh, is supposed to do. Um, they've got uh, they've got talent on the defensive side of the ball. They've got Dalvin Cook. They've you know they've got maybe the best young receiver in the NFL in Justin Jefferson. So this is a team that could be a double digit team, uh, a double digit win team. You know, could make a little bit of a run in the playoffs. And we've heard Bupkis about them the entire offseason. So that the stories like that, how they get going, how Kirk Cousins does with a coach who 100% believes in him, which I think we would all agree he didn't have the last few years. And are we sure that Kevin O'Connell does, in fact, 100% believe in him? Are we sure of that? Yes. Yes, you're not allowed to work for Sean McVay unless you sign a contract that says Kirk Cousins is, is my favorite player in the NFL. <laughs> Put more bean on those bones, Daniel. What do you mean yeah. by that? What do you mean by that? Well, he's just he, they were all together, and they all love Kirk because Kirk, you can kind of play quarterback from the sideline through Kirk because he's incredibly smart. And you can get to the line of scrimmage and kind of tell him what's happening, and he's going to do it exactly like you, you say you want it done. Um, so those guys were all together kind of in Washington. Um, McVay was there during that time. McVay loved him. You, you know, Shanahan, there was all that talk when, when, when Kyle Shanahan wanted to get him to San Francisco. Uh, so it, it, that whole tree is just uh, has always had an affinity for Kirk Cousins. Okay. So what does it look like in the best-case scenario? What do you got for me here? 
I think they're. Play, I think they got a really good shot being a playoff team. You know, I, I think Green Bay is going to be the obvious pick in that division. Sure. But if you were saying what could be kind of the upset division winner, I, I would. I would go with the Minnesota Vikings. And again, I. This is the first conversation on a national show about the Minnesota Vikings the entire offseason. <laughs> well, there have been a lot of other interesting stories to hit, um, so maybe that's part of it. What about an AFC team that might be uh, intriguing to you that hardly anybody's talking about? I've got one that people have been talking about, but um, I, I've got the Miami Dolphins. is fascinating to me because uh, of Tyreek Hill talking up to a for the Heisman and Mike McDaniel coming in uh, a lot of track meet type players there defensively has been uh, a strong suit for them prior to Brian Flores' departure. What do you think? No, I, I think that's a dangerous team and it's, it's a, you know, there's that division has been, there's been a lot discussed there with Buffalo kind of, you know, almost being the, uh, the favorite here in the AFC as we, we come into the season. Um, you've got New England and all the talk about Mac Jones taking the next step, and he's in great shape. But when you look at, and obviously your Jets with all the moves they made, but the Dolphins, that's a dynamic, dynamic group. And it's, you know, you hate to say it's all on the quarterback, but it kind of feels that way. Um, they're they're going to be solid in just about every department, and it's a matter of whether or not Tua can elevate. If he can elevate, um, again, this is another team that's got it's got double-digit win potential. Um, because they are uh, they're as explosive as any team in the league right now. Daniel Jeremiah here on the Rich Eisen Show. A dramatic improvement is what Bill Belichick said in relation to Mac Jones this offseason. Uh, Trey Lance, it's now his gig. We saw mm-hmm. what the Jets added for Zach Wilson. Trevor Lawrence, again, has Doug Peterson now and not Urban Meyer at his side, and we all know Justin Fields has a challenge in front of him. That said, which second-year quarterback do you think is going to take the biggest leap this year, Daniel? Well, I'll, I'll say Trey Lance just because, I mean, he's got he's not starting from the ground, right? We didn't get a chance to see him very much last year. And you get to a place where they have a good offensive line, they have great weapons uh, around him, and he's he's got, you know, if not the best play caller in the NFL, you know, top two, three uh, in Kyle Shanahan in terms of putting him in a position to be successful. Um, it's going to look a little different. He's not going to play the position the same way that Garoppolo played it. Um, but all that stuff that we were so fired up at the draft when he got picked about all the creativity in the run game that he could bring, you know, that group, uh, I'm hoping we get to see all that. But last year when he got in there, I felt like they kind of just ran the offense as is. I'm hoping, you know, if he kind of comes in and he's the guy, that it becomes a little more catered to his skill set and, and we can really see the creativity and have some fun with Kyle Shanahan. Daniel Jeremiah here on the Rich Eisen Show. So what do you think of the Cowboys entering this season, Daniel? You know we're going to be so Dallas-centric throughout the year, but now that Oxnard is open for business, what do you got for me on Dallas? Well, there's there's definitely stars, as Jerry Jones loves having, you know, stars not on the helmet, but on the field as well. I'm actually, when I look at their group and I – I look at Dak coming back and, and being another year removed from the injury. I think he has a big year. I, I think CeeDee Lamb is going to enter into that uh, kind of DeAndre Hopkins conversation that we had a few years ago where it's just like you can't – nothing you can do to slow him down. I think his, his targets go way up. Uh, I think he could have just a monster, monster year as more of the offense gets funneled through him. They need the offensive line to stay healthy. You know, that's, there's no secret there. That's been kind of the bugaboo. 
Uh, but defensively, I think they've got a lot of depth, and they've got, again, stars and playmakers. So I, I still think they're the team in that division. I know everybody kind of gets Cowboys fatigue and, and kind of goes against them when you talk about this uh, you know, preseason uh, prognostications, but I just still think they're, they're easily the best team in that division. You think? I, I, don't, I, I, I don't know why I'm constantly leaning towards Philadelphia. Everybody's when, jumping off. Well, I mean, I, I just think that they are – they're not as good as they were last year. And we saw what happened with them last year. And, you know, Mike McCarthy could call his job status a media-driven narrative as much as he wants, as he did today. But, you know, Jerry Jones is the one who put out there why Dan Quinn is staying because every coordinator knows as long as they stay as a Dallas Cowboy coordinator, they got a shot at the main gig, which is what he said at the (laughs) Senior Bowl. I mean, he said that on his own website at the Senior Bowl. Uh, Daniel, that may have been born out of recency. Uh, you know, I get not biased, but he was upset about losing in the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. I just like Philadelphia a lot. I like what they've added. Um, and I, I, I like those Georgia Bulldogs on the front and second level. I don't know how healthy N'Kobe Dean's going to be, but that, and I believe in Hurts. That's why I'm, I'll lay that out at your feet there, Daniel. Yeah. No, I think they're going to be better. Um, I don't think the Eagles beat many good teams last year, uh, and they they look. They, there's no uh, no way around it. They they fought and earned their way um, to the success that they had. I, I just come down to it at this point in time. I I like Jalen. I think Jalen's going to be you know somebody that continues to grow and get better. I just think right now there's still a pretty sizable gap between him and Dak. Um, so so I'll give the Cowboys the edge there. I love. You know, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith, they've got some weapons there. They've got a good offensive line. They've got some depth on that defensive line. I, I, don't, uh, I don't doubt the fact that you'll see a better version of the Eagles. Um, I just think the continuity that the Cowboys have there, the offensive coordinator spot and the quarterback spot, and the quarterback being a little bit healthier than he was last year, uh, I think the Cowboys end up winning that division. And last one for you, Daniel Jeremiah, uh, the AFC West. You are calling games for the Los Angeles Chargers again. You are intimately uh, knowledgeable of this division and everything that goes on within it. Toughest division in football. I think that's obvious. How do you see it sussing out? How do you see it shaking out? I think it's going to be one of those uh, one of those years where we have so much talk about this division coming into the season. And it, look, they can't all win 14 games. <laughs> so I think they could beat up on each other and all the kind of everybody's expecting we're just going to get three playoff teams out of this division. Oh, man, it could end up being one of those years where, you know, 10, 10, 11 wins gets it done because every single one of those games is going to be competitive and it's going to be taxing. So not only do you have kind of the emotion and, and then the quality of opponent that goes into these matchups, a bunch of them are going prime time as well. And then you've got to turn around and get right back up the next week. I think there might be a little bit of a, a price to pay there. So. Uh, I, I think it's easily the best division in the NFL. I think they're going to beat up on each other, and I think it could be one of those deals where at the end of the regular season we say, man, I thought we'd have a you know, 13-14 win team, and we don't have that. And, uh, and then that 10-11 win team gets into the postseason and they're healthy and fresh and beat the brakes off everybody else. So who do you think's got the best roster, top to bottom, going in? I mean, I, I you know, I always preface it. I work there, but I, I think the Chargers have the best roster, one to fifty-three, um, in, in that entire division. It's just a matter of of them being able to finish games and and keep their key guys healthy. Uh, and I think Kansas City, I, I do think you'll see a little bit of a find your sea legs with them early in the season, but. Andy's going to figure it out, and and uh, Pat will figure it out, and they'll be playing their best football as you come down the stretch. But I mean, I 
who's who's finishing under 500 in this division? Oh, like, no. I, that's the that's the challenge. It's some you, you figure that somehow somebody's going to fall off there, but. Uh, it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun to watch. I know that. I can't wait for those division games. Yeah, Justin Herbert and uh, Patrick Mahomes were two of the six quarterbacks that wound up in the tier one category of the athletic story that Mike Sando put together uh, with fifty evaluators and coaches and general managers in the league. Did you agree with that list of the six top uh, tier one QBs and Burrow and Brady and Aaron Rodgers and Josh Allen, along with Mahomes and? And uh, Herbert rounding out those six. Do you agree with that assessment? Yeah, I, I yeah. I mean, I think you can argue about maybe the order within those guys, but to me, those are you know those are kind of those guys. You know, Russell Wilson. You know, prior to last year, I'd say probably gets his way in there. Um, there's some, you know, there's obviously the Deshaun Watson ones. I, I don't know how you stack him in there. You know, how, where do you place him? Mm-hmm. But as a player, when he's on the field, Rich, he belongs up there in that in that conversation. But, you know, again, I, that's a tricky one. How you, you sort through all that stuff. I think Lamar um, is, is you know, may, maybe you could push him up a couple spots. I know that's the one that everybody's going to always point to when these lists come out and, you know, kind of the disrespect. And I get all that. But if you just said me personally, I would take, you know, to go play a season this upcoming season, I would take those tier one quarterbacks in maybe a slightly different order. But that, you know, I could get on board with that with that group. Well, Daniel, uh, I appreciate the time. I'm ready to roll. I'm tanned. I'm rested. I don't know how you are coming off the summer. Oh, I know you are. I've been. I mean, I've been vicariously living through your uh, vacation photos. Thank man. you. That was uh, quite a trip. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> I told Chris Brockman, who uh, was very, very negative, uh, shocked the world about it, um, saying that there were people who even responded on my Instagram saying thank you for posting these pictures. Nobody because said that. No you question. Are, no, you were no, absolutely no, making that no, no, Nobody said I thank you, swear to you for spamming their you, feed with no, no. 8,000 pictures of noodles every day. Well, yeah. Daniel is one of those people, right? He's being Daniel? polite. No, you're not, Daniel. You're an no, evaluator. I, I, you're, I, you're the eye in the sky. You don't lie. <laughs> no, I... I would never, uh, I would never steer you wrong on that. I, uh, I have very high taste when it comes to social media, um, and that one was one that I was just fired up about. So I, pu- I appreciate I, I that. Just, I love the choice. Wow! <laughs> you call wow. Him Dr. He's literally playing. <laughs> Indiana Jones right there. By the way, Daniel, I was getting ready to play. You beat me to it. I'm literally on. Well, you could turn it off now, Mike. Can't you? If you could turn it on. That's me. No, it's Daniel. Daniel. I was going to do it, and Daniel beat me to it. Was that you, Daniel? I had it. I had it all queued up, ready to go. Exactly. I loved it. What do you think? What is the? I'm wearing the hat right now. What's your evaluation of it? Seriously, your actual evaluation of the lid. Two things. Two things. Number one, you pull it off. It looks good. Thank you. And number two, I'm just slightly concerned that the first wrong prediction you make during the season that your face is going to melt off. (laughs) (laughs) No, I close my eyes when I guess, you know, so that's how I survive. I close my eyes. All right. I love that. I I thought to myself, it sounds like it's coming through the phone. That was Daniel. I wouldn't have done that. Come on. Okay. Very, my very rakish hat. I was thinking about it. So the evaluation is, uh, it's a keeper, right? That's your evaluation of it? Absolutely. I just feel like if Tom Landry were still alive, that would be his hat of choice. Thank you. you. It's a little more updated and a little more current, but yet, (laughs) uh, you know, still it provides a sophisticated, elegant look. You know, I I like it. And the mango smoothie to go along with it. Thank you so much, Daniel. Really appreciate it. Thanks for the time. 
We'll chat again shortly. <laughs> See you soon. I, pre- I appreciate it, Rich. Go get your wood tip cigarette and have a great day. Thank you very much. <laughs> Daniel Jeremiah at Move the Sticks here on the Rich Eisen Show. Oh, boy. Fun stuff right there. Uh, a fascinating Bill Belichick press conference. We're going to hit on that and more when we come back on the Rich Eisen Show. Don't go anywhere. Breaking news out of Cincinnati as well. Dr. Jones. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. During the conversation with um, Daniel Jeremiah, it it was reported by uh, our friend uh, Ian Rapport, our colleague. Uh, He was the first I saw on Twitter. Joe Burrow is going to have surgery to remove his appendix. He'll miss some practice time, but better now than later, says Ian. So Joe Burrow will um, be without his appendix very shortly. And we hope he's back uh, at it soon. One of the six quarterbacks voted by observers, coaches, general managers in the athletic story written by uh, Mike Sando or aggregated by Mike Sando. Top one, tier one quarterback. You know what I find amazing? Joey Burrow. People get so hurt in their feelings about these tears. These are just people's opinions right. uh, about randomness well, and not people, just any people are losing not just any their people. mind about just, like this tear is a real thing or something it's not just any people it's gms it's what is it a third of the head coaches of the league or a quarter of the head coaches yeah, of the league actual football people people who know things who know things but yeah. everyone no, else know things they, just, some of them think some they of them know things. things some of the things you said about lamar know. jackson in the piece are just dumb some of them no. drink and know things some of them don't know things ignorant ignorant i like that yes 12 coordinators yeah. yeah, but just the way people are just like losing their mind over these tears. Like these are imaginary tears, people. It's not real. Like, but isn't it amazing? Joe Burrow is now he's played one and a quarter seasons, and he is tier one, tier one, I... one and a quarter seasons, tier one, and I believe it. Everybody, no, you sees don't it. think that's a little much? Dude, everybody sees it. Everybody sees the way he rips it. Everybody sees the way so that he handles a, the beating. Can we wait a year to see him do it again no, before we put I, him in I, tier one? I, I think you're you're gonna you're gonna see it. I mean, I, I, think love, is, I, I love him too, but like you know, I it's think a little, that is a little quick to just anoint him. I think it is right? not an anointing. No? It is an evaluation of what he's done, who he is, and what he can do, and how it is not a fluke. I would put him in tier one as well. Tier one again, carry team each week wins because of him. Expertly handles pure passing situations, no real holes. That describes Joe Burrow to me. Took a beating before finally his knee gave way in year one, year two. Unreal. Dude, he put up 500 on the Ravens. And.
and um, seemed like the only thing that held him back from hitting 600 was the clock running out. <laughs> Mm-mm. Everybody should keep sleeping on the Bengals, and then you should go uh, to that town where Mo Green has no sac- uh, signed plaque or signed post and clean up, Chris. 20 to 1. Right? As you know, I don't advocate that behavior because I don't do it myself. Nicole Auerbach, I don't. <laughs> Hour number two from the Big Ten Media Day and Peter King from Bill's Camp and more. Hour two coming up. You know what else about this story, guys? Just quick shout out evolution. You know, we're able to cut pieces of our body out and our body still goes on as normal. Shout out evolution. You're talking about Ric Flair, Triple H, Batista, and Randy Orton. Evolution? You know, they've been doing or... appendix, uh, appendix uh, removals for quite some time. You know that, right? Well, that's no matter if it had to use ether. That's the body evolving, Rich. <laughs> stuff you to know? make you burn real slow. Yeah, you can live with it's one, science. It's the evolution of science. You can live with one it's kidney. Science. Like, you know what I mean? Just shout out evolution. By the way, in the independent study, evolution, if you haven't hit it yet, is you're not allowed to talk about science on this program. Got it. Rich Eisen show science expert Chris Brock. <laughs> science expert. Green Wedge H-O. expert. Bill Nye. I'm good at the guy. Green Wedge. Are you really good I at the Green Wedge? I am good at the Green Wedge. When was the last time you did play Trivial Pursuit? It's been a while. It well, which, been. which one are we playing? Because that's the thing. It's like when you were growing up, we all had the version from, from 1980. Yes. So like when the sports questions, it was like, who's the all-time hit leader? And you're like, in 1980, oh, yeah, you got to like go Cobb. back and think about it. Do they update it? Yeah, there's a new version out. But I'm saying the one that we all played growing up was, right. you know. Well, the one that we all played growing up, the sports question of who's the all-time leader in complete games, that's still the same. Yeah, still Cy Young. That hasn't changed. Yeah, but like Super Bowl champions, you know, who's won the most Super Bowls in yeah, 1980? The, you're the like, Pittsburgh Steelers. Like, Steelers? Exactly. I think. It's like, you know what I mean? Maybe we should well, try that. Let's do a tri- sports trivia only up to 1980 and see which no, one of us you want to play win. it up to 1995. Yeah, yeah. You don't want any trivia pursuit updates since 95. Well, should I bring up 1969? That would be the last time your team won a championship, so maybe we could stop in the 70s. Why do we need to just go so harsh? Well, I went at him. I was minding my own business. I went at him. You know? All right. I went at him over the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, you, every day. Actually, the last time the Jets played the Cowboys, they beat him. Yeah, people remember that, too. One of my favorite moments. <laughs> Very memorable. Michael Irvin in London. All the game day morning guys, we had just called a game. We're at a great Italian restaurant. Mm-hmm. Jets are playing the uh, the Cowboys. You know, it's nighttime in London because we're way ahead. And Michael's watching on Game Pass. I have my app open just on, a, on, on an updating, you know, no video. And I saw the dot just go zip for the Jets touchdown. Robbie Anderson from Sam Darnold. And that play had yet to show up on Irv's iPad. And Irv was getting up to leave. And I'm like, no, no, just wait a second. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe the Cowboys get off the field. Thump, touchdown. And I'm like, bye. And they hung Darnold's jersey up in the hall after that game, bye. right? Hey, Jets got the Cowboys last. <laughs> 